wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you I really want there to be like floating cloud cities already You see those in like futuristic things Like we're in the future now I want something in the sky I want like a sky Why? I want like a sky kingdom already Like Sea yeah, but just look at cruises, and it's getting boring. Look, look at infrastructure as it is on the ground. Ash tells, tells me every street's under construction in Winnipeg, <laughs> including all the bridges, and traffic is terrible. Winnipeg's not meant to exist, so so Sky City is. What's well, better than Winnipeg? You should uh, you should play Bioshock Infinite there. That's about a a Sky City called Columbia. In about 1920 or 1930, that goes wrong. Good time, Carter. I only play like three video games, and they're all like 40 years old. Yeah, like this isn't the best game, but I was really enthralled by it, and I think I beat it in three sittings, which mm. is insane. Carter, me. have you played the Zelda? Uh, the new one. Come on, yes. Yeah, for about half an hour. <laughs> oh. Brent, what about you? I haven't done either of them yet. Waiting oh. for the price to go down. They don't okay. go down. <laughs> they never do. Breath of the Wild is like six years old and it's still full price. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, did like, you... Uh, you're, you're waiting for the, the pool. Yeah. Did you see the... Yeah. Oh, oh, somebody's in a carpet tunnel. Did I see the what? Did you see the Resident Evil backpack game? I saw the Resident Evil 4 VR game. No, it's a... Some kind of game where... It might be like an overhead Zelda-style game. But in between levels, you just... Half the game is organizing a backpack. (laughs) For a suitcase. (laughs) So I think it's more of a tower defense thing, but yeah. In oh. between that, the only part you have control over is making things fit into a backpack. I like it. Mm-hmm. I, might, I might be wrong, but with the recent Resident Evil 4 remake, didn't they sort of get rid of some of that suitcase management? I think they might have. I can't remember. I don't think so. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. Oh, Do you have the remake on your PS5? No. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like. I don't know. Don't care about. Play the old one. Great. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like the big PlayStation announcement two days ago. Oh, Metal Gear Solid Three being remade. It's like yeah, I got the original. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Game is just not yeah. for me. I don't think. <laughs> Some. <laughs> My health update. Oh no. No, it <laughs> makes sense. Probably not surprising to somebody out there, but I talked to family doctor. He's like, yeah, like thinking about death until the point where you don't sleep for three weeks. Like, yeah, that's pretty much like extreme anxiety or PTSD <laughs> level anxiety. Oh, no. like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's pretty obvious when you say that, but... I guess I oh, should I should probably play. talk to a doctor. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, I've just been putting myself into like 
shock level anxiety watching the Winnipeg Jets like you for might 10 have been years. doing that for a long period of your life. Yeah. Play with the Jets. Oh, no. Yeah, they're like, oh, if I turn on the TV. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's like, oh, if I turn on ESPN and scroll by a Jets score, they're going to get a goal scored on in the next 10 seconds, which is true. But... Yeah, if you open your fantasy football, <laughs> you automatically lose mm-hmm. by That's one point. Right. Yeah, can watch it all weekend just to watch things yep. fall apart. In the last minute. So. Well, so I'm glad you know. talked to someone. So that's good to know. So dealing I, with that I, better, back yeah. to being able to sleep again. Are they going right. to? Are you going to? Are you going to take something? Yeah, not sleeping but, pills, but just some happy pills. No. Yeah, no, and those take a little while too. I think. So, yeah, that's it's exciting. They gave me a baby dose of it, and it was it was the best life I ever had there for a few months. Now I'm kind of leveling off, I think. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, because it's like a very small dose, but I might ask for like an actual small dose of it because like... Big boy dose? Well, like, I don't know. I went to my doctor, and I was like, oh, yeah, uh... So like my hands aren't numb anymore and I don't get migraines and blah, blah, blah. She's like, that doesn't have anything to do with that artery. She's like, she's like, it could, but it's she's like, this just sounds like crippling anxiety. That's like <laughs> destroying your body physically. I was like, yeah, it's like, so maybe those pills are what's helping you. It's like, oh, she's like, you should probably try a real dose of that you know i'm like wow if i feel any better than this the world's in trouble you know like, oh <laughs> well, that's the real point of podcasts yeah. someone should told us someone told us about our white about our white privilege <laughs> you know that are too busy saying we weren't woke enough oh yeah that's too bad i wonder i mean we do sound like total idiots but like that's the point guys it's okay. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that if someone we don't know personally found our podcast, A, that's awesome. B, spent the time to listen to it. Amazing. C, hated it. That's hilarious. Because yeah, <laughs> they went so far into the rabbit hole and then we're like, this is terrible. <laughs> well, so good. It's so there, good. There, there was that other one star review that we got like from 13 years ago where someone accused us of stealing the term here comes some wisdom from the the, the podcast my brother my I brother I still want to find that person and feed them their organs. <laughs> We've never listened to that show. We got it from the mayor of Riverside himself. I That's where we got here comes that some person. If I could find if I could find 10 people in the world <laughs> that person would be one of them. <laughs> you know, like what's his name? Uh the guy that jumped out of a plane? Uh um DB Cooper. Yeah, him, Cooper. That guy that said we stole something from a terrible podcast. Chuck. Actually it's supposed I to be a really good him. podcast, but I don't care. But I want to find that person. Chuck Chuck would be on the list. Do you ever like wonder like what happened to some kid from elementary school that moved away and then you find out and it's like it's always depressing? Always. We're talking about people with just bad luck.
Let me tell you about a guy I saw the other day named Roy Sullivan. I saw him. An American park ranger in Virginia. Hit by lightning seven times. <laughs> Known as the human lightning conductor. He's in the Guinness record, Book of World Records. This guy's life. There was one time, listen to me. He got hit by lightning, and then a bear started eating him. Oh, no. After the lightning strike. And he fought off the bear. And then his, in his later life, nobody would go near him. <laughs> anytime, anytime there were clouds in the sky, people would run away from him. Even like his boss and stuff. It's insane. This guy's life is story, and and then and then he just kills himself. This guy oh, survived oh, really? seven oh. lightning strikes, and it's so sad. And nobody will be with him that he just takes his own life. And I think the place is like somewhere just insane too. Like, what's the scariest place of a town? What's it called? The name of the town where he killed himself was called Dooms. Dooms. Dooms, Virginia. <laughs> After being struck. Seven times. And he, the next strike on June 5th, 1976, injured his ankle. It was reported that he saw a cloud and thought it was chasing him. He tried to run away, but was struck anyway. Oh, his hair no. also caught on fire. Does he have like a plate in his head or something? Or I don't, like, on June 25th, 1977, Sullivan was struck while fishing in a freshwater pool. The lightning hit the top of his head, set his hair on fire, traveled down, and burnt his chest and stomach. Sullivan turned to his car where something unexpected occurred. A bear approached the pond and tried to steal the trout from his fishing line. Sullivan had the strength and courage to fight off the bear and strike it with a tree branch, despite the fact that his hair was on fire. He claimed that there was a 22nd time. This was the 22nd time he had hit a bear with a stick in his life. So this guy survived 22 bear attacks, seven lightning attacks. In spring of 72, Sullivan was inside a ranger station where he was struck again. His hair was on fire. He tried to smother the flames with his jacket. He then rushed to the restroom, but he could not fit under the water tap, so he used a wet towel instead. Although he was never a fearful man, after the fourth strike, he began to believe that some force was trying to destroy him. Oh, you think you'd shave your head after your hair? <laughs> that much. For months after whenever there was a storm, he would pull over and lie in the front seat until the storm passed. He also began to believe that somehow he would attract lightning, even if he stood in a crowd of people and carried a can of water with him in case his hair was ever set on fire again. This is the craziest story ever. Roy Sullivan, an American park ranger. That's insane. Yeah, like you gotta work. After inside, the fourth man. strike, he started thinking something was wrong. You don't say, Roy. <laughs> What's the funny story? It's like he was told he was it was said that he was avoided deeply by people during the later years of his life. They were all owing to fears of being struck by lightning, and that saddened him. He once recalled, for instance, I was walking with my chief ranger one day 
and there was a lightning strike way off in the distance. The chief ran away and said, I'll see you later. (laughs) 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 Just no one will be near this guy. Did he say it hurt? Yes. Cast on fire, severe body burns, head on fire like seven times. Hit a bear with a stick 22 times in his life. And then he just kills himself. <sighs> the bear on a stick thing seems like he's at, like, that didn't have to have. That seems like he's starting it. So in other news, um, you know how some people use a product once and then like throw it out? You know, they aren't into reusing things. That's that's me now with uh, toothpaste tubes. Use it once, throw it out. Wait, what? Yeah, but the toothpaste. Whole, on... You take a whole tube of toothpaste. Yeah, and put it on the toothbrush it, you, one time. Yeah, brush the teeth and then one time, the and you throw the whole tube out. Yeah, I've gone through. I think five or six tubes this week. Yeah. No, there's. I guess something in between when I brush my teeth and when I throw it out. <laughs> That's uh, wilder throwing the toothpaste oh. in the toilet <laughs> every night. I can't stop it. I buy like I go to the store and buy like three tubes of toothpaste and hide them. <laughs> They're just all, and I close the toilet lid, but I hear. You know, I'm like downstairs, I hear the toilet seat go up, splash, splash, splash. Oh, Carter, just get the travel ones. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's a good just idea. Just buy the travel tubes. Yeah, a single use. But no, there's still like 20 uses in there, but <laughs> it's better than Belu- It's better than Belushi flushing a giant tube of crest. <laughs> what toothpaste do you use, Carter? Uh, Sensodyne right now. Oh, that's expensive. This kid's yeah, throwing the Cadillac down the drain. Yeah, he's throwing Crest Kids down to Spider-Man. Everything he's destroyed should go out of his college fund. <laughs> you should it keep a running cap of the yeah. children's college funds on the wall. And every time he does something, you just take a little bit off that number and just look at him and shake your head. He won't yeah. know what it means, but it'd yeah. be funny. Mm-hmm. In child news, my little guy is got the saddest habit in the world now. What's that? If this is what I think it is. This yeah. is so sad and depressing. And okay. So he's weird. role-playing? What would you say? Fantasy booking? Yeah. Um, around the horn? No, people don't even know what around the horn is. So it's still before PTI on ESPN. <laughs> it's a game sports game show basically every day. Yeah, it's a sports for talk ancient, show where yeah, for mostly for old ancient, journalists yeah. that are like retired very basically. Old. <laughs> like they don't write it, for the newspaper anymore. They just appear on the show. Like that's it. That's their they just come on every day and talk about sports and there's a score and one of them wins every day by getting the most points yeah. for talking. And, nothing and they get matters to say when something. you win. Yeah. So he's very excited about the scores. The so your kid watches up. some random sports show 
because the numbers knows go all up. of the people and the numbers go up. Mm-hmm. And what's he do? And then he fantasy books them himself. He sat down with a big piece of paper and made a bunch of days of the week with who won. Does he make predictions? Will Woody Page get to the finals today? Yes, he does. <laughs> does he come it's away? So- he knows all the names. This is so weird, Brent. <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird thing. I it's love how worse. I love how children can get strange ticks that don't make any sense. But this is amazing. Is he is he coming away with some hot takes too? Like why the, the Warriors need to trade Draymond Green and stuff like that? Or does he have any takes? I no, need to know. No, no, just numbers. It's all about the does score. He come does he come out and say LeBron James needs to do better, Dad? Brent, you fall asleep? No, no, no. Okay. I'm getting old, you guys. You know, I think it kicked in for you guys five years ago, and I'm five years younger, so that makes sense. But I don't know. I'm just angry. Like, back in the day, things used to be better. Wait, are you 37? 37, yeah. That's exactly when it kicks in. It does. If I had to pick an age. Oh, Carter, get ready for it. Okay, so now you're grumpy. Like... You know, I watched Coachella, the live stream. It was it was pretty cool. Like you could watch every stage, you know, just flip between them for the entire weekend. It was cool. But there's you know, a lot of the acts were pretty good, but there's too much swearing. It makes me feel really old. Cause every single act, like by musicians I really like, it, the song stops and they're like, Oh, I effing love you, Coachella. Let me effing hear you. As like every single song, every single act can't say er- anything without using the F word. This it's is like kind of a sad. Yeah, it was just like, oh, you know, let me effing hear you. Get effing louder. I love you. F yeah. It was just like, holy, <laughs> holy. Like even bands that didn't suit, even groups that didn't really make sense. Yeah, like even like Blink One Eighty Two is known as a really crude band, uh, in between songs and stuff, and and they were sort of doing their normal riffing, but they weren't doing that. It was it was really refreshing. They'd be like, "Hey, uh, just to warn you, there's a kissing booth over there, but the Dolly Lab is running it, so stay away from that." Uh... <laughs> it wasn't like, "Hey, everyone, we're here to play a new effing song." Oh, it's just, uh, I don't know. It kind of reminded me of Country Fest there where, where like, three different artists played Ring of Fire the same time. <laughs> you oh, guys, no. you like this book? The other thing I hate, only Brent will be able to, uh, Trevor, you won't understand this, but Brent, uh, hockey games. Okay. Warm-ups. The kids on the glass. Banging. Banging. Trevor, every kid, a stick. You know, not just a puck, a stick. You know how much those, Brent, how much do those sticks cost that NHL players use? 
probably five hundred dollars, but like yeah, minimum. Um, signs. So every kid's got a sign, a cute sign, like, "Oh, play your rock paper scissors for a stick," or "I trade you my sister for a stick," "Trade you my hockey card for your stick," and it's just sickening. I hate it. Stick it up, your <laughs> stick it to you, slaughter. Yeah, because one, you know, one. One video will go viral of like you know Nick Ehlers or whatever playing rock paper scissors with uh, some kid on the class and giving him a stick or something. Now every kid's like, "Well, that could be me." And yeah, so but there's like TikTok parenting now. Yeah, like there's people that talk about being a parent on. If your kid, if you're raising your kid by TikTok viral parenting people, like I hope your child dies. Like just. <laughs> This is terrible. This is a terrible idea. Like you're just you're 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 probably going to end up with a dead child if you're parenting via TikTok. I I found a subreddit that was very interesting. Like yesterday, um, uh, Brent Brent will note Bluey. You know the show Bluey. Is it a dog? Yeah, yeah. It's an Australian it, yeah, kids I'm TV show. It's like it. the number one show on Disney Plus, I think. Uh, I so, don't. I just guessed. I literally just guessed because I thought like yeah. Clifford was a red dog, so I just guessed maybe it was a dog. I'm not even. I'm not serious. I have no idea. So most people think you know the, the father who's uh, from an Australian punk band there, the, who voices him, uh, but thinks it's a really you know positive male parenting on TV because he's very engaged with his daughters and will play with them and be silly. He's not like a Homer Simpson like drinking beer on the couch while the kids start a fire in the backyard kind of thing. Um, so in, in the show, he went, he had to uh, go away for work for six uh, weeks and, uh, you know, they don't really announce what his job was. So I just Google, uh, after I watch wrap up an episode with the kids, like, Oh, what is, what is bandit? His name is, what what does bandit do for work? Oh, he's got a dog job. He digs up bones. He's an archeologist. Like, and his wife, uh, Chili is a, um, airport security dog, kind of, you know, like they have dog, dog jobs, uh, but they're like talking cartoon dogs. And then, so, um, you know, like the number one result is some Reddit saying like, what is, what is bandit, what, what, what job does bandit have? And then I found this subreddit called Dadit, where it's a subreddit for dads. And, uh, just like this sad sack dad said, well, it finally happened. My daughter came up to me and said that Bluey's dad's a lot more fun than me. (laughs) (laughs) All these dads consoling him, saying, like, it's like, and he's like, well, what they don't show is him doing all the uh, chores around the house and cooking. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, well, yeah, no, no, they do in in this episode here and that episode there. (laughs) And that usually plays interrupted. And they're like, don't worry. Louis only seven minutes an episode, so you aren't seeing the other 24 hours in the day. And, you know, it'll show Bandit on the couch just trying to relax on his phone while the kids are still up, driving him crazy. Don't worry. Like, it's calling this dad no, off. one I'm just taking a dump on the yard. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it was just a bunch of dads getting this dad to walk off the ledge there because his daughter shamed by saying the cartoon dog is a better dad than him. Uh, oh, you could do some real dad combat. Oh, yeah? Well, I hope Bluey comes and feeds you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you know, even the internet sucks these days. Oh, the internet's garbage. It's been it's been garbage. A site that I've been to, jeez, uh, for twenty over twenty six years, I've I've been reading IGN, uh, probably the biggest video game website since ninety seven. And they had a news, they had an article up there that just I can't get over. Um, content is king, right? Anything for the content, got to get those clicks. So you know, sometimes they they offer. That's my least favorite word of the year: is content. Content, yeah. Helpful articles, like you know, Fast Ten just came out, and you know that. You need an article on that. That's helpful, Carter. Yeah, because they are technically like Fast and Furious Three Tokyo Drift is is out of sequence and you know it's just there's a little bit of a weird timeline because the movie like all the stars stopped being in it and then it got popular again because those stars couldn't really hack it outside of fast and furious so oh, okay. there's there's some timeline issues because they thought oh this is a dead franchise oh it's popular again now we need to fix this um so there was an article um how to watch the mission impossible movies in chronological order I like the Mission Impossible movies. I've seen six and seven in the last two months. Uh, and I was like, oh, I thought I understood these movies pretty good. But this article is telling me how to watch them yeah, properly. That doesn't make sense. So I guess there's, you know, there's a deeper level that maybe I didn't realize, oh, this event takes place before that. I better before click this Zidu? article. Yeah. <laughs> I better click this article uh, and, and maybe rewatch all the movies before Dead Reckoning comes out in July. So click the article, start reading. What's first? To watch in chronological order, start with 1995's Mission Impossible. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then I'm thinking, you know, MI2 in 2000, that's probably the one that's out of sequence. It's the least connected of them all. Maybe it takes place between four and five. But no, the articles then then watch Mission Impossible 2 from 2000. I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, one and then two, yeah, I can count. And then, okay, Mission Impossible three. That's the other one that's a little different. J.J. Abrams directed it and came out in two thousand six. Okay, that's watch, the one. No, you watch Mission Impossible three next, and then there's uh, Ghost Protocol. I'm um, directed by Brad Bird. That's that's the one you're supposed to watch next because that came out, I think, in two thousand ten, four years later. And then, then you're supposed to watch Mission Impossible 5, Rogue Nation. And then uh, you're supposed to watch Mission Impossible 6, Fallout. So at the end of the article, it said the proper way to watch the Mission Impossible movies chronologically is to watch it in the order they were released in theaters. Okay. Glad I read that. Glad I read that Great article. article. Thank you. 